0: Welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. In today's episode, it's me sharing some of what I've learned about going through cancer and being able to put it behind me and not having the disease come back for a third round. So I made a list of what I do to stay healthy and really what I recommend others to do too. It's all about how you use your mind, because the mind is the creator of everything. So here it is. The first item on the list is to accept the truth of who you are, which is to say, to acknowledge deep in your heart that your essence is love. If you could see your body as it truly is, and yourself as who you really are, all you would see is energy vibrating at the frequency of love which is extremely fast. And if you could feel into that energy, you'd understand in no uncertain terms that you are absolutely unlimited, unstoppable joy, expressing itself in a multitude of dimensions because the energy of you is way too expansive to ever be limited to any single body in any single dimension of time and space. And yes, I do know that's a lot to wrap your head around, but it is true. Love, which is you, and everything else, is also consciousness. It's the multidimensional creative force of all that is. It has no beginning and no end. Being unlimited, it exists in the ever-spacious present of eternity. And since we're made in the image of the Creator, we're all aspects of love or God, and we're all extending ourselves creatively forever. That's a lot to take in but it makes perfect sense when you consider the second item on my list of how to stay healthy, and that is to accept that you are a powerful being. You can't be an aspect of all that is and be powerless. It's absolutely impossible. The power of us is on display all the time because we're always creating. Now, to be clear, the difference between creating here on earth and in what we call heaven is that in heaven, we're constantly co-creating with source as part of source, and the creation is always more love. But here, we've been allowed to experience what it's like to do something different, which is to be the sole creators of that which is unlike the oneness we experience in heaven. Most people I speak to have a really difficult time accepting that we're the sole creators here and that God has nothing to do with what we're up to. But that's because our world is not completely loving and perfect. God's creations are always pure love and changeless because perfection never changes. It merely is. And it is that way for eternity. And God only ever acknowledges its creations the way they were created, as perfect. So from heaven's standpoint, this, earth, is a dream. And God is not in the dream. I explain this in my book, Put Cancer Behind You. To be able to create something other than what's going on in heaven, which is eternal reality, a part of the universal collective mind appeared to fall asleep. That appeared to happen so that the collective could pursue the thought, what if there's more? Since it's impossible for there to be more than all that is, the only way to do that is in a dream. And that's the state in which we find ourselves, dreaming a dream which seems to be separate from God where everything changes and a lot of things are unloving. In short, it's like being somewhere that's the opposite of heaven, and which, by the way, some people would consider hell. God allowed this to happen because God's greatest gift to us is free will. And here, we've been given carte blanche to create that which doesn't exist in heaven. The difference shows up as contrast, which is duality. Duality is where you can have more than one the oneness of heaven. Specifically, you can have opposites, like love and fear. So, here we choose a form of creation that does not exist in heaven, and if you use your power to create completely lovingly, of course, you can recreate heaven. But if you don't, you're going to experience some form of the more that you came looking for, some form of contrast or fear, like disease. Once I learned this, I knew that to stay well, I was going to have to master my mind. That's right, staying well comes down to using your mind to create a dream that is loving and high vibration, at least most of the time. Now, before I go any further, I want to talk about accepting these two ideas. The first, that you are love, and the second, that you're a very powerful being. It's worth mentioning because in general, we've never been taught either of those things. In fact, from the time we're little, well-meaning and, believe it or not, not so well-meaning people teach us to be small, to be quiet, to follow the rules, and to believe that we're powerless. The way it's put to us is that it's always for our own good, that there's someone out there who knows better than you do, who's watching out for you and protecting you from harm. And all you need to do is do what you're told, which is to say, be quiet and go along to get along. If you don't, you're a sinner, you're unworthy, you're probably a bad person, you're definitely something less than, and probably not successful, however that's defined in your community. Does that sound familiar? Was that your childhood? Well, it certainly was mine. From what I got from my parents and relatives, to what I got at school and from religious teachers, it was all about doing what they wanted me to do in order to stay safe and fit into their mold. To get beyond cancer, you've got to blow that out of the water. That means getting beyond all of the programming we've been exposed to and continue to encounter. And that brings me to the third item on the list, and this one is for you to be authentic. So what does that mean? Well, It means lovingly being who you really are, treating your body well, saying no when you want to, not doing what you don't want to do, and not accepting what others tell you to do unless it resonates deeply within you. It means standing up for yourself and being honest about what you need and want in a loving way and not because you've been guilted into it. It comes down to being in alignment with Source. Because none of us came into the dream without a lifeline back to Source. And when you use that lifeline, the real you shines. The joyful, talented, kind, loving, and confident, peaceful you. Authenticity is fearless. It's you listening to inner guidance that comes from Source, which is love. And if you're thinking, saying, and doing from a place of love, you're being authentic and powerful. If you're not, You're victimizing yourself. You're hurting yourself. You're listening to some fearful thought that was programmed into you. And over time, if you do that enough, all of that is what causes disease. The great news is that a mind aligned with love is a thousand times more powerful than a mind that is not. So think about it. What can you create if you're aligned with love? What's out of your reach? Absolutely nothing. So that's why there's nothing to fear. When you listen to your inner guidance, you're tapping into the realm of the already accomplished. What do I mean by that? Well, since there is no time, when you go inside and connect to the part of you that's linked back to Source, you're able to tap into the part of you that's already perfectly accomplished, always well, eternally loving. This is the realm of the I am, the real you, and it's merely a thought away. It's not the realm of the I will be. Because outside of time, there's only unity and the ever spacious present. So the whole true you is always there, fully accomplished. And it is from this blueprint that you then express the accomplished you in this realm and in this lifetime. For that reason, you're never really learning anything. You're only ever remembering who and what you are, which is to say, a being that's powerful, creative, joyous, and loving. And all of that is extremely high vibe. So to stay well, you go inside. You connect to the divine eternal you, and then you express the beauty and power of who you are here in the world. The physical form of your body and what you do is but an expression of what already exists in the realm of the accomplished. Your focus and passion is what brings it into the material world. That's how it manifests. And that is what makes you both a creator of life here on earth and a true gift to the world. It's you doing you, being you, authentically, uniquely, and amazingly you. The fourth item on my list is to be present-focused. The present is where you create your future. If you're living in the past, pulling up memories of being unwell, you're not only making that your present, you're extending it into your future because whatever you focus on is what you get more of. If you're worrying about some fantasy of ill health in your future, It's also likely that you're going to create it. So to stay well, you need to be focused on positive thoughts in the present moment. Make tomorrow something healthy and new by living each present moment with your focus on only what it is that you do want, like great health. If you're not feeling well in some way, that doesn't mean that you ignore the feeling or sweep the emotion under the rug. No, you always need to acknowledge when you're sad or mad or frightened, you actually do. But then you also need to process the emotion and let it flow through you so that it doesn't become stuck and create an energy block in you. A good way to do this is to write down the thoughts and emotions that bother you and then send them love. After that, you put yourself into a state of quiet where you're surrounded only by white healing light. Just stay there as long as you need to in order to feel peaceful. Understand that every thought, every decision, Every movement you make and every action you take, each and every moment, are what create your next now moment, your future. So be mindful of what you're using your creativity and power to do. Understand that within your very essence is everything you need to experience what you came for the power, the wisdom, the drive to express yourself fully and lovingly, instead of limiting yourself fearfully. Put your trust in love and move forward one step at a time with joy and confidence, and you will keep disease behind you. That brings me to the fifth item on the list, which is to be radically accepting. Yes, there are many people, places, and events out in the world that I feel could certainly use an upgrade. And yes, that's a judgment. I do know that. (laughs) And thanks to all the negativity in our lives, we've all become experts at judging just about everything and everyone around us, as well as ourselves. But if what you're doing is judging everything you feel should not be the way it actually is showing up, you're strengthening that which you don't want energetically by focusing on it instead of diminishing its strength. So that it can disappear. Remember, what you focus on is what you get more of. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The universe is holographic and sends back an energetic match to whatever frequency you're putting out. Whenever you think about things out in the world that you don't like and make judgments about them, you're sending out a frequency that matches what you're judging. So, how do you reverse that? Well, You begin by accepting that you're creating it. You're actually contributing to its existence because of what you're thinking. If you're looking at some news clip about a war or a violent uprising, ask yourself, where am I in battle? What fights am I carrying on in my mind and with who? Where am I aggressive? Where am I judgmental? If you're honest with yourself, you're going to begin to feel the conflicts you have going on with others and all the things you think should not exist in society, as well as the self-righteous judgments you make about all of it. And what you'll come to understand is that those thoughts broadcast out into the collective are helping to create and sustain whatever you're judging. The truth is, it's all you. It's all the totality of everyone's thoughts projected outward that create our world. Disease is also a kind of war, not on the outside. But, You have to understand that the frequency of what you project comes from your subconscious. All of those beliefs and emotions are affecting not just your relationships and the world in general, they're impacting your health. To turn that around, first you need to accept what you're creating. That's done by getting to the zero point of stillness, where there's no movement, no charge at all. And that's what radical acceptance does. When you stop judging, you can create stillness in your vibrational pattern, and that's the energetic clean slate you need to use as the jumping off point for what you do want to create next, something higher vibration, so that you can have that frequency come back to you. So, to sum up radical acceptance, when you allow things to be the way they are, it doesn't mean you're saying that's the way they should stay or that they're good. Because those are judgments as well. You are centering yourself in stillness so that nothing triggers you. You're seeing everything without judgment, the way it merely is. That allows you to bring love to it, and if you don't want more of it, just to love it away. This is how things change from the heart. It may take time for some things to change or disappear, but keep doing the work and have faith in your ability. To create. This leads me to the sixth item on my list, which is quantum forgiveness. I'll start by saying that in your lifetime, there pretty much isn't anyone you won't need to forgive, including yourself. And doing it has become very important to my staying healthy. I actually credit it for putting me into remission the first time around with cancer, and since then I've been practicing it almost every day, as I go through my day. It used to be that I was constantly having to forgive what showed up. It was fairly nonstop because I had a lot of low-frequency thoughts going through my mind. Now, fewer things trigger me, but there's still work to be done. And the way I see it, forgiveness is never for the other person. It's the gift I give to myself. As soon as I have a small doubt or some twinge of fear, which always goes back to my own sense of unworthiness, I go into forgiveness. Forgiveness. There's nothing like it to immediately clear the field and put me back on track. Forgiveness is consciousness expansion. It opens the door to higher realms that are unavailable if you're embroiled in low-frequency thoughts. It enhances your happiness, creativity, confidence, and clarity of mind. It improves your health because it raises your frequency. There really aren't enough good things to say about it. It's just simply all good. The forgiveness prayer I say is one that I learned from Gary Renard. He's the author of The Disappearance of the Universe. And I believe that this prayer was given to him by the Ascended Master, Persa. It's in my book, Put Cancer Behind You, but since I love it so much, here's how it goes. Thinking of the person you want to forgive, see them directly in front of you and say to them, You're not really there. If I think you're guilty, or the cause of the problem, and I made you up, then the imagined guilt and fear must be in me. Since the separation from God never really occurred, I forgive both of us for what we haven't really done. Now there's only innocence, and I join with the Holy Spirit in peace. You are love, pure and innocent. All is forgiven and released. You are love, pure and innocent all is forgiven and released. You are love, pure and innocent. All is forgiven and released. And with that, we give each other a hug, and I go back to minding what I'm thinking and feeling in the present moment. When you realize that forgiving yourself and others makes your life better and is an easy way to give yourself a boost, you stop resisting it. I recommend forgiving as many people, places, and events that bother you as you can, because it makes you feel great. So do it. You'll be healthier and happier for it. Now, the final item on my list is to take action. What do I mean by that? Well, when you start to create consciously, you begin by envisioning what you want. Then you add passion to it by ramping up the good feelings you have about what you want until you get goosebumps. Just keep feeling into it and telling yourself how happy you feel, how well you are, that you've never been healthier. Feel into that wellness more and more. Hold that for about 10 minutes, and then stop and take action. That puts you on a timeline that's high vibe. It's what helps you to manifest what it is that you're focused on. For example, I'm interested in being cancer-free, so what I do is see myself happy, relaxed, and healthy. Nothing too specific. I just want to feel the high vibe. I'm always somewhere that makes me feel really good. It could be me on the beach, walking through a forest, sitting by a lake, whatever it is. It's me being well. Then, and this is the key, I feel well. I feel so well, I get goosebumps. I actually get to the point where I'm ecstatic because I feel so well. Once I'm done holding those visions and feelings for about nine to 10 minutes, I drop them quickly and go take action, which means doing something that supports me feeling well, which is to say, I can go outside and inhale the cool crisp air. I write a poem. I start singing a song. I look in the mirror and tell myself that I'm happy, healthy, and here to serve. I do whatever it is that is high vibe and happy and healthy. Doing that on a regular basis will bring you the frequency of what you want in the best way possible. I say that because you don't want to be too specific when you do this. You just want to send out the frequency that you want to come back to you and trust that the universe will do the rest. So that's it for today. Just remember, we're the creators here and no one is coming to save us. It's our show. So step into your own power and be the one we've been waiting for. God bless you. Here's wishing you a powerful, fearless, healthy, happy day. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at Maria Barnes PCBY. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC. All rights reserved.